Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Joel. So why don't you uh, tell me about your trip to the coffee shop with the money oh. you tried to pay with. Oh, man. It happened again, folks. I think we talked about this before on the podcast. And I accidentally took a half a $20 bill to Boomtown Coffee. To be fair, I have left that along with, I think there's a 50 that's like torn in, has a third of it missing. Oh, fantastic. So two, two trick, two trick bills. Two trick bills. We're, we're supposed to fix them eventually. There's supposed to be some scotch tape involved, but it has yet to happen. It's been a year. I don't think I'm going to fix it. Oh. We should frame them. <laughs> Put the 50 and the 20 together. But what's impressive to me is you, so you have your credit card information memorized? Yes. Wh how, what, I mean, great, awesome. And that's probably smart, but like what, what, what purchase sparked that? What time of, what period of your life were you making purchases with, like was it online purchases? It was online purchases. <laughs> online shopping sprees? Where it's like, how I just, I just had to enter it like at least once a week to order something. Okay. But I made like resales off that. So it was like resale stuff. Okay. So that that's how that happened. Con constantly having to put my I don't even have my security in. codes memorized. I oh. think I do, and then every time I guess, I'm wrong. Oh, the one on the back of the card. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't even have that, that memorized. Yeah, that one. Just after a while, I was just like, wait, I think I like. So I developed my that memory because one, all the online purchases I would make, and then from like trying to resell shoes and like Supreme items and whatnot. And then after a while, I'd be like, wait, do I need to bring out the card? And I'd see, what was it? Okay, I got the first four. What's the next? Okay, that's the next. And then I'd mess it up. And then I'd look. I'm like, oh, I mixed it up. I mixed up my, my sets of numbers. Do you make purchases on on your Mac? Yes. Is that what you generally use? Doesn't it save? Uh, I don't save it. Okay. That's okay. that's another thing. When you ask me to if I want to save my card information, I usually don't save it. I got you. Yeah, that's my that's what d does me, and it's like phone numbers. Like, if you yeah. don't have to dial the phone number, you're not going to remember it. Yeah, I only know my, uh, my sisters nine, and my five, dad's. Six. My mom and dad. Two two five five six one one. Hey, Jamie Grancelli. My <laughs> three ex girlfriends ago. I still got your phone number memorized. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Yeah, I still got that one. There you go. But I haven't memorized. That was two thousand ten, and I haven't memorized the phone number since. Yeah. It's that one. It's my own phone number. I know. I know my my parents' house phone number. I know my dad's work phone number. I know my mom's cell phone. I know my dad's old no i don't i don't know anybody else's phone number <laughs> no it's the same it's just sisters and mom and dad it's the only numbers i remember yeah that's it and 911 of course but like man if and i've heard that they're changing it a little bit like there's in jails like when you get arrested there was talk at least and i know they have to go county by county like not everybody's the same thing but i think there's one municipality somewhere that allows you to use your cell phone for a phone call Oh. Because people don't know phone numbers anymore. <laughs> so if you get arrested, you get your one phone one phone call. Uh, I need my phone. Who are you gonna call? I need, my, need to look at my contacts. Yeah, uh, like Michael Scott when in in the season where Hall, where he's about to leave when he falls in love with Holly. And he, we got in there. They do the uh, what are they looking for? Oh, Michael gets Jim leaves Michael at a convenience store <laughs> in the bathroom because he takes too long. And so Michael goes in the, the store and asks the clerk, he's like, can I use your phone? And the clerk's like, no, it's employees only. <laughs> and he like throws a tantrum. And so the clerk gives him his phone. Oh, and, shit. and Scott, Michael goes, you don't have my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. So we need to, we need to probably memorize a few phone numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Goodness. 
But uh, and then I mean, within this though, I mean, is that how, what sparked such an in-depth conversation with the barista? Yes. Because now you know her whole morning story, which is like a life story, actually. It, it was, yeah. So we hope that it. she starts having a better day. Yeah, I hope so, because that's one hell of a way to start the weekend. Can't drive your own vehicle because you you got wrecked, you got hit by a car, and then you're borrowing your parents' car, and then that gets towed. Downer. How do you explain that to mom? Downer. Hey, mom, I'm an irresponsible driver, and I don't know where to park. Oh, man. Real downer. But that being said, we got some damn good coffee. Boomtown yes. Coffee once Boom again. I got myself a, I think there's a Crack Rock in here. You got a Crack Rock in awesome. there. Awesome. Makes it. I think there was Crack on there, too. A little bit of sweet. I think that's the sweet flavor. Probably. I think the Crack adds the sweet flavor, and then you just get a, a, a hot. I got a drip. Got a Costa Rican drip. There you go. Yeah, look, got some little bit of notes of honey in there. It tastes, smells so good. Tastes delicious. Had a little sip there because I burned my tongue trying to drink it. But it's, it's, I really appreciate the hot stuff right now, now that it's cold. You know, it's not even that cold. It's just that damn wind right now. I think it's the wind. And, uh, again, I mean, Houston, the humidity. Yeah. It hurts us in the summer because it's hot and wet. Mm-hmm. And it hurts us in the winter because it's cold and cold wet. Cold and wet, yeah. And so, like, and I, I completely agree. Like, I, uh, if, if I'm up north, if I'm in, in, in fact, I just had a conversation with in, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin winters are brutal. Um, look, if I'm up there, I would not, I wouldn't make it. I'm just going to let you know. In fact, I turned down a college scholarship from University of Wisconsin, Green Bay. I forget, um, to play soccer up there. I turned it down as soon as I found out they had tunnels to get through the snow. Like they had, the buildings had tunnels connecting the buildings because you wouldn't (laughs) be able to walk outside during the winter. And I was like, not for me. Okay. (laughs) Must get real cold. I turned down a scholarship to Lafayette because it snowed on my visit and it freaked me out. (laughs) A little bit soft, kids. Don't do that. Mistakes are made. Um, So I would not make it. But I will say this, man. When I've been up north, like, like it's not. Like, it's not fair to just be like, oh, you think 40 or 35 is cold. Man, we have 15. It's like, yeah, yeah. you got 15, but it's dry. it wasn't wet. Like, yeah. this moisture is just the worst. Yeah, they got, so, they got the dry cold. That's so I'm different. not saying that we've got easy, we got harder winters than, like, the north. Like, G, like live in Canada, man. That's just brutal. Joe Rogan's bit on Boston and why everybody's mad in Boston. Because <laughs> six months a year, they're just like, Argh! like, it's just so <laughs> cold. Um, and so, like, we're not like that. But, like, I, w- I think we should get a little bit of credit. Yeah. And then also, like, it's frame of reference. I'm sorry. When it gets to be 100, although some of y'all are ruining this, some Houstonians, we're supposed to be tough when it's hot. Mm. We still like to complain, though. We're like, oh, my gosh, it's 87. It's like, no, 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 no. If we start complaining when it's 87, then we really are wussy when it's uh, 50 and we say it's cold. But if mm. it's 100 degrees, we're like, this ain't nothing. Then we can complain at 50 because we're like, mm. hey, at least when it's 100, we're not phased, you know? Yeah. So we got to make sure that we uh we we do Houston proud there. Um, well, just that damn humidity. I also think it's the weather change. Yeah, it was wasn't it eighty five degrees yesterday? Like it was beautiful yesterday. Beautiful, a little bit warm. Like you could yeah. break a sweat just standing outside, kind of thing. And now you wake Barely. up and you're like, goodness gracious. Yeah. And it's like the seventeenth time it's happened in three weeks. Yeah. So like it just goes up and down and up and down. Up so we should down. get some credit for that. Yeah. You don't even know what to dress for. Inconsistent weather. People are coming in bundled up on a day it gets to sixty five and then yeah. they're coming in in tank tops on a day that goes down to forty. Yeah. Yeah. We're all confused. Yeah, it's funny because you're uh, on the script online, like you're the names for your workouts didn't match up with the with the weather the at forecast all. Forecast change. Just opposite. So when I programmed this week on Sunday when I looked at the weather, I then kind of titled the workouts based on what the forecast had. And so the best weather of the week was Tuesday, which was still true. But then the rain day. The rain day was supposed to be Wednesday. Well, it didn't rain Wednesday. It rained Wednesday night and it rained Thursday. And so then, but I mean, we still didn't go outside. So like the name was, I mean, it, it didn't mess anything yeah, up. Great. But 
Like, yeah, Wednesday was actually great weather. Yeah. Like, the name of the wad was like Rainy Day Wad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, forecast shifted a little bit. Then, uh, I think we're still supposed to have pretty good weather tomorrow. Uh, yes, I hope so. I think tomorrow's still supposed to be pretty good weather. If anything, it feels like it just pushed back, like it delayed on what yeah, the forecast Yeah, I agree. Said. I think it went back a day. And so hopefully what's happening right now will still clear out by tonight. Yeah. And then tomorrow, which is a great segue to what are we doing tomorrow. So tomorrow, and we made this change, I need to send an email because I know not everybody's on Facebook. Um, so we had already announced last week when I was when Santa Claus was here. Santa. I hope he comes back. I wonder who that guy was. Um, when no, Santa that was Saint was here. Nick. It was just me and yeah, Santa. Saint Nick, bro. I, I I took the day off and I let Saint Nick sit through here uh, great. on the podcast. Which Sounds just well. like you, by the way. Interesting. Um, but he'll be here tomorrow, and we have free classes, eight a.m. and nine a.m. So community workouts there. That's awesome. Okay, and then tomorrow we are going to do from eleven to two Santa photos. It started with your dog photos. Like we we wanted to. I'm gonna sit down. And how you bring your pets, and they can take. We'll take. Joel's got nice cameras, so it's gonna be legit. I've got. I'm building a backdrop today. We actually have the big piece for the chair coming today. So if you come this afternoon, you'll get to kind of see most of the setup. I've got a few additions I'm gonna make in the morning. Um, but basically, the idea is that we take pet photos, and it was actually yes. Maddie Garcia and your mom, and I think one other person was part of that conversation. They kind of bounced ideas off each other, and suddenly they're like, "Hey, you should do Santa photos with pets." And so, so I think it's a great idea. Um, and I have another idea for you, which I'm not going to say on the podcast, but remind me to tell Ooh. you while the pets are here. Adri- Secret idea, folks. Adriana Morell, her gym, her and Avery's gym in Denver did this. So it's the dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, we, I think, I think did, while I think they're you, here, we I should th- have another setup. I think uh, you brought that up. Some quick photos we could take. Just mm-hmm. like, hey, your dog's cute. Come over here. <laughs> and, Just uh, the other ones make sure are, we take 12 photos. The other dogs are ugly um yeah you're just dog, kidding you're not gonna, we'll put you in the group photo <laughs> um and so but now it's kind of spun into one different species so cats are welcome cats. someone joked about their snake which is fine hey man if if you promise it won't kill me i don't care if it bites me as long as it won't kill me you can put it in my lap or did you not listen to jake the snake you don't want arm. that thing to bite you um and so then it suddenly spun into like, well, what if people want it? And yes, like if you, I'm gonna, it's gonna be a big chair. You don't have to sit in my lap. You can also stand by it. So any sort of photo. Sitting in the lap. I think extra. one person's bringing their kids. I think they're knocking out Santa photos. Like instead of going to the mall and waiting in line, they're just gonna do Santa photos here. Yeah. So whatever, man. And it's donation based. So like, bring five bucks, bring ten bucks. I want though twenty, and that'd be awesome. Hundred bucks, you know. Um, you know, stuff yeah, like whatever that. you've got. Whatever you got. Not half of a 20, though. All of it. Not half a 20, damn it. The whole bill. The whole bill. Or maybe you bring the other half of that 20. But even a dollar, 50 cents. I don't care. Bring some some stuff to throw into the jar because we're going to raise money for our man, David. Okay? So if you don't know David, he's out there right now. He cleans the gym. He mops the floor specifically uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you're in the 6 a.m. or you're in the 8.30 a.m., you've certainly seen him and hopefully Mm -hmm. said hi to him. He's a nice guy. Um, He has been sleeping behind the gym this week. And... I mean, that's a whole thing right there. Uh, I wrote a little bit on Facebook about it. I mean, this can be as – we're not going to get real deep right now, but, like, I'm just going to say briefly kind of what we talked about last week. We take comfort for granted. Mm-hmm. And last week I mentioned that when it gets cold, I live in this building, and when it gets cold, it's enough for me to realize, like, oh, shit. It's cold. I'm lucky that I even have this shelter. I'm lucky I have a space heater. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine living somewhere where you don't have walls, you don't have a roof. You don't have any insulation at all. Mm-hmm. So if it's wet, you're wet. If it's cold, you're cold. If it's windy, you're blown. Like, it sucks, man. And so he's living back there. And, yeah, there's a cover. There's a there's a roof. But 
there's no walls. And yeah. So that wind last night was whipping around. That wind was nuts. Um, and so, and I, I have, I think I'm gonna talk to you about afterwards about a, a solution, probably like grabbing him a tent or something, mm-hmm. just like a short term solution if he's got to be back there. Um, but we're gonna give all the money. And okay, pet peeve real quick. If I found a lost dog right now, yeah, like if if you we were outside when you were coming in and a mm-hmm. stray came by and mm-hmm. I grabbed him, brought him inside, and, you know, fed him and, and pet him, and I put on Facebook, hey, found it, found a stray. Anybody have any ideas? Anybody? want to help anybody w- able to foster whatever mm-hmm. first first response first comment first um, comment. omg no no first comment um did you see if he's chipped or oh i'm glad you're gonna take care of him yeah yeah neither of which are helpful because mm-hmm. no shit <laughs> i need to see if he's chipped yeah. like no shit don't waste my time on a comment Okay, because when I see in my email to have a notification, I think you're offering to help. <laughs> I think you're going to take him to go see if he's chipped. I think you're going to keep him for the night, which is yeah. never the case. Yeah. You know, it's not on the Heights Lost and Found Pets group. I can take him. Nobody ever says that. It's yeah. all like, why didn't you take him to vet yet? Did you see if he's chipped? See if he's double chipped. Did they check his butt? Like, it's all this bullshit. Okay, <laughs> so on this David recommendations thing, on this David thing, I appreciate that you're concerned about me handing him cash. Shut the front door, okay? I get it. You're like, um, could I buy him a hard good instead? Hey, man, you can bring whatever the hell you want to. But when that's the comments that you're putting, like, here's the deal, man. We're just trying to do some good because he's sleeping outside right now, right now. What does he need? He needs four walls and a roof, okay? So, like, um, could I get him a belt? I don't care. Get him a belt, okay? Get him some pants. You know what he needs? Thick-ass socks, nice boots, a good jacket. All right? Mm. That's what he needs. But, like, when the first comment on we're going to raise money for a guy that's basically homeless is, like, I don't feel comfortable giving him money. Like, I get it, okay? But that is not conducive to what we're trying to do. So we're just trying to do some good here. We're just trying to raise some money. As I told the five of them this morning, we're not necessarily just going to hand the cash over. If we come up with ideas on, like, gift cards or paying the like going to a place and paying the rent up front whatever man he's not he doesn't even know we're doing this i haven't even told him okay so like there's no rules here but i stop telling people to check for chips okay when they find a stray dog if you're not going to say something along the lines of i can help and you know what could also help you don't even have to foster him if if someone finds a stray offer to take him to the vet offer to drive okay because i remember that we've had a couple strays walk in here and people just then just leave the building. <laughs> and then it's me and the stray. Which what, is fine. What was that that one that Clint said he was gonna take? Uh was that that the, wasn't the, Cow- the Cowboy was at Lindale. Pitbull was Kilo. Kilo. Yeah. Kilo, Kilo. I wasn't even working that night. <laughs> and then at the end of the night, a dog comes in here and they go, Hey, we found this dog four hours ago. And Clint the whole time had said he was gonna take him. He's like, Oh, by the way, I can't take him. <laughs> And guess what? Everybody was like, oh, my God, we're going to save this dog. Everybody left the building. <laughs> Way to save the dog. It's such a – it's like the people that are for social justice but are still racist. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, on, on the Internet, like, everybody deserves an equal chance. And then in real life, they're like, Mexicans live there. Don't go there. And you're like, well, what just happened? I thought you – what? But yeah. they're black. You're like, whoa. Chill, I chill. don't shop at that store. Whoa. Social justice warrior, back up, okay? Yeah. So, like, 
Offer to drive to the vet. You don't have to commit to keeping the dog or fostering the dog. Although, why should I have to foster and you don't? I think we should flip a coin, especially <laughs> if you bring the dog in here, okay? Um, I mean, Mike Mike Martin, thank God he's such a saint. He still has a dog that someone brought in here. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's something. It's It's been it's – it's been disconnecting. Apologies to the IG people. So the if you're gonna not contribute, not going through. Mine's going in and out too. Um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're hesitant, fine, be hesitant, but then don't show up. Please don't comment your hesitation because it's not a perfect system. Man, perfection gets in the way of progress. If I wait for the perfect solution for David, he's gonna freeze to death. He's going to freeze to death because we're going to talk about what the solution should be, and we should settle on something in March sometime. Yeah. Oh, good. In spring. So tomorrow we will raise money for David. Now, part number two, the gingerbread house. It's officially on. Why is it on? Because Maddie Garcia is amazing, and that mm -hmm. woman has gotten everything. Okay, so Maddie's been hanging out with us. She's uh, basically interning and then working. So she's interning in terms of coaches training, and then she is working for us at the desk and helping out. And, I mean, she came in clutch yesterday and the day before. She's been bringing in goods for the, the, the gingerbread house stuff over and over again. So we have a ton of icing now. I think the Wi-Fi just must be. I'm just going to go off cellular. Um, and so because of all the stuff she's gotten, we're going to have a bomb-ass gingerbread house building competition tomorrow. And so there will be prizes. Um, there will be fun. And, again, donation-based. So, like, basically – the supplies you're going to have, it's about 2 to $3 for the box of graham crackers, the icing that you would use, and then and then some candy, like gumdrops and decorations. All the so like, stuff. Basically, like, if you could donate 10 bucks to be a part of it, that would cover like the 6 or $7 of supplies, and like 3 or $4 would go to, go to David. So if you're going to take part in that, that would be awesome. It would be lots um, of fun. Get creative, folks. But all this money will go to David to help him not freeze, to help him stay warm, and hopefully find him a room. He had a room. If you don't know the story, I put on Facebook. He had a room, but the tenant or the, the landlord was an older woman who had a son that lived there. The son was pretty heavily into drugs, and so he'd be basically trying to shake David down every night for money so that he could go get more fun stuff. And That's so rough. David said, like, he basically told me, he goes, I can't go back to jail, man, and it's going to get physical if that guy keeps pushing me around. So I left. And so um, David's trying to stay on the straight and narrow, and we want to help him do that. But I don't think he should have to freeze to death in order to stay away from um, the, the bad stuff. So everything we raise tomorrow will go in some form or fashion to take care of him mm -hmm. and help him live uh, a better life. And, I mean, I hopefully – I've already had donations. Um, I'm, I'm tr I've got to set up a PayPal. I think I'm going to try to do Venmo. Uh, I've had two Probably people offer up. from outside the gym to to donate twenty bucks. So Hell yeah, people are people are getting behind this. So let's be let's make it a big thing, and I really think this could be something we do every year now. I think this could be something. Not I mean not necessarily. For, hopefully by next year he's on his feet and, and crushing it. Yeah. So just it could go to anything, um, any sort of good cause. So let's make it a big big thing tomorrow. Uh, so this week. Pretty pretty normal week. We didn't really have any events. I guess we had Pitbull uh, Beast Mode for Bullies last Beast week, Bull, yeah, last which week. neither of us were at, but no. I heard it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> it was, the weather made it miserable. I heard it made us look great. Heard uh, heard both in the way our athletes moved, the standards yes. of, of, of movement that they adhered to mm -hmm. compared to other gyms, and I heard that 
the way that we organize things <laughs> is uh, a lot more clear and succinct than the way that others organize. So, hey, man, I'm I glad that, that people recognize that, and that's fantastic. But um, I do think that CrossFit Connor does a great thing in terms of hosting this event. It's the fourth year they've done it. And it's, I had it, no idea. I thought it was a new event. Yeah, and I'm sure it's because it was CrossFit Connor. I mean, it's it's a different city. And so as they grew it, they probably realized they could expand their reach. But yeah. I, I mean, if we host an event right now, I wouldn't think to go advertising Katie. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, man, I, maybe I'll stay inside the loop. And so I'm sure they've just grown their reach um, as as the years have passed. And so uh, we had s- th- four teams out there, and that's great, and they did awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know how everybody shook out, but I know that Maddie and Brandy got – they think they got fourth place in the scale. Nice. And it was awesome. It was all genders. So yeah. like male, male, female, male, and female, female yeah. all were ranked together. And they got yeah. fourth place overall in the scale division. Yeah, there was um, only uh, two uh, top three. So there was a top three for RX, everybody, and there was a top three for scaled, everybody. So it wasn't like scaled women, scaled men. So Blackwolf low-key killing the competition scene. Yeah, yeah. Keep getting those top ten finishes. Getting out there, folks. That's Dude, what I'm talking about. Pretty damn good. Um. The only other thing I've got in terms of announcements, we are hiring. So if uh, if you've ever worked with a, an amazing coach and you think that he or she would would enjoy being appreciated more than they're probably being appreciated right now and being mm-hmm. paid more than they're being paid right now, mm-hmm. send them our way. Um, we would love to add one more Do team it. member to, to help us with the workload a little bit. Uh, I mean, we I'm grateful that we're able to do this on our own to this point. But looking ahead, I do not think it's necessarily sustainable. And I also think it's a, a great opportunity for someone to come in and really make an impact. And so uh, that we are looking to hire. I would love to sit down and do some interviews over the next few weeks. We're not going to rush because that makes it sloppy, and that means we're bringing the wrong person. But we are over the next month or two. I would like by the spring, by, by February, March, to have nice. a third player locked That's in. That's when it picks up again. So that would be real nice. Start to <coughs> get busy. And then April and May is when we start seeing those 25 and 30 people classes. Mm. Um, so we definitely need the two coaches per class as that. Yeah, my whoops around. saying that I'm not going to live very much longer. Is it? Yeah, it's like, hey, man, it's a lot of strain going on. And it was high yesterday. I was like, wait, how's, how's my – Thursdays aren't my high days ever. But apparently Thursday was a high day. I was moving a lot all day Thursday. So I was like, I guess that's what it was. I but it's interesting because whoop – and I, I haven't worn mine this week, which is a mistake. I should have kept it on. I'll put it back on. But – um, I was fidgeting with the band too much. The uh, yeah, it is kind of like it's a weird spot, and it's. I just hate that it's so easy to like flip over to. It's like ah, because you're putting clothes on. I can't. Yeah, you can't put your thing. jacket on. Like, and it just flips over and whatever. But it's fine. I what I, what I'm worried about with the whoop, we invest we invested in it. Like we want we brought it in because I assumed it was calibrated for athletic endeavors. Yeah. But it sure seems to be like a Fitbit where it's like, wow, you walked a lot today. That's a strenuous yeah. day. It's like, no, nah, bitch, me, walking is not strenuous. Yeah. yeah not, that's, for, that's, not for me. Like, yeah. That's what confuses me, too. I was like, eh. like, I know that when we coach, it's great because it kind of verifies what we already know. Yeah. Coaching is a strenuous activity. Yeah. When, the way we do it, the way mm-hmm. that we stay engaged and all that. However, <laughs> it's like I want credit up to a certain point. <laughs> Like if the red zone's like real work, yeah, and the orange zone is the work before the real work, I'm all for coaching alone takes me well into the orange zone. Yeah, our job keeps us more active than you know eighty percent of jobs out there. Yeah, okay, this thing always says you're above ninety nine percent of everyone else. I'm like, who's but that's the other ninety nine percent? Because then you, yeah, you look at it and you go, I didn't train that hard. Yeah, um, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah, a there. lot of people not doing shit. Yeah, on why <laughs> why do ninety nine percent of whoop athletes not do anything? Or we're doing a lot of stuff. Well, but but that goes back to it. Like, 
if I'm not eating terribly, I don't have to work out yeah. to see changes in my body composition. I can mm-hmm. demo movements, mm-hmm. work with people in class, coach well, be aggressive in my coaching, mm-hmm. well, be intense in my coaching. Um, and I tend to maintain and even lose weight while I'm doing that, you know? Yes. Um, and so, but if I'm eating like an asshole, I can offset that. So that's another example of like, Hey kids, we got to eat. Well, you, we talked about it yesterday with the heavy carry. That's on both my classes. You want a six pack, carry heavy shit, squat heavy. Oh, by the way, you also have to cook well, like yeah. eat well. Eat well. Um, and so the whoop thing is interesting. We'll, we'll keep wearing it. Like we said, we got to get 30 days in to get the real data and see I what it says. I don't even care too much for the strain because that one's that one still is confusing me, but I like the recovery part, the HRV. I think the heart rate is so beneficial. Yeah. The heart rate variance. And then and the, the sleep. Yeah, that's those are the ones that I'm like, mm, trying to pay attention to. So, for the most part. If you don't know what we're talking about, go follow Whoop, W-H-O-O-P on Instagram. That's where we found it. Joel and I both have uh, uh, the Whoop band apparatus. Yeah piece just the basic one um and we and we got it three weeks ago and it's it basically has it been three weeks i think it's been two weeks two weeks i wore it all week one i didn't wear it last week so this is the third week this is the third week um holy crap okay time's going by too fast no you're right it was two podcasts ago not last podcast podcast before when it sat right here yes and i didn't give it to you so this concludes week two we're going okay going in week three um and uh it's it's basically it's a it's a Fitbit kind of thing. It's like yeah. evolved from the Fitbit. It's, it's supposed thing. to be more detailed. It reads out on your uh, your iPhone and it gives basically there's a couple different screens, but it measures strain. So from what we can tell, it's activity basically. It's basically like how long is your heart rate elevated or mm-hmm. like how often does it go up kind of thing. Yeah, because it can't tell muscle strain. Like so, it's got to be no, just heart it's rate. It's just heart rate. Um, and then it so basically everything's on heart rate. Heart rate, and I'm pretty sure there's a mechanism of check if you're movement. Your movement. Yeah, uh, like a gyroscope or something. Yeah, I forget what it's called. And it calculates then like the amount of strain per day, uh, the amount of time you need to recover. And basically, the the problem with that is the limit it seems to be just sleep. Yeah. I don't know if it counts like when your heart rate's down but you're not sleeping. It does naps for sure. Yeah, it does do naps. It's like, you napped. I remember one night I slept for two hours, woke up and it'll check your REM and for everything. an hour, and then I went back to sleep, and it counted, and then I slept for like seven hours, and yeah. it counted the seven hours as a nap because it counted the first two hours of sleep. Uh, but it, it's interesting. And so we'll get more data. We'll kind of report back to you. all Well, the heart rate variance thing, I don't think all the other things do that. I think that's one of whoops, big things, the heart rate variance. I think other ones are well, just it's taking certainly something they're rate. telling us is a big thing. They yeah. love that part. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, HRV is was, kind of the pride and joy. Yeah. I was talking about, and someone's like HRV, that's a big deal. Like that's a, that's pretty big. I'm like, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I'm usually just checking the resting heart rate and my max heart rate. But having that heart rate variance in there like that. And so that was the big selling point for me. Why I got them, why I brought them in for us was because, you know, what gets measured gets managed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first week, Joel, he would come in pretty much daily and and he would acknowledge that he wasn't sleeping enough. Now, if you don't know Joel, he doesn't sleep enough. I don't sleep enough. But he also doesn't necessarily acknowledge it. And now with this, he's kind of forced to. And I am as well. And so you wake up and you go, oh, I needed three more hours. Yeah. Or as you say, Joel will be leaving at 8, and Whoop is already telling him, you need to be in bed right now. Yes. 
If you go to bed right now, you'll get enough sleep. Pretty much. It is on me. I get constant notifications. Whether Joel intends to or not, I promise you Joel's going to start going to bed earlier because whether he's conscious of it or not, what Mm -hmm. gets measured gets managed. We start Mm -hmm. to be aware of it. Resting heart rate and heart rate variability. It's it's also what Glassman says. Man will die for a point. You want to see how low your heart rate can get. I got to 42. You're interested. Yeah. Exactly. You're interested in that. So you're going to live a life that allows that to get lower. I want I want 39. There you go. And so will Joel get to 39? Stay I tuned. I, um, I think if nothing else, that's valuable. Mm-hmm. If it didn't give any more data or we found out the other data was bullshit. Yeah. As long as those data points were accurate, I think yeah. that's so valuable mm-hmm. because you're going to be aware like, well, I can't ignore that I slept four hours last night. No. And I can't ignore that in the four hours I was disrupted three times. So yeah. I didn't even sleep four hours. Yeah. You know, you can't ignore that. And so the next night you're like, shit, I didn't get good sleep last night. There's definitely that. Where it's like yesterday I got, I was, I was, I was laying down for a good while, but not all the hours I was in bed. We you know, the other sleep. thing it does that questionnaire every morning. Yeah. Where it's like, did you have caffeine within two hours? Yeah, did yeah. you have an That's alcoholic beverage? The one that gets me is like, did you work on a screen or did you use yeah. a screen before in or in before? bed? Yeah. And like every time I have to say yes, I'm like. Crap. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I've started to again, and that's always been my trouble. And like, I, it's because you shouldn't be lying to yourself too. So it's it's like oh, it, say, no, like, I, I no, I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't know X. <laughs> the app doesn't know. Don't lie to yourself, folks. Which which like you're that. We, which, I know you're being serious, but we're saying it kind of as a joke. But that's no, that's so real. That's real shit. If yeah. you don't, you know, when we did the nutrition challenge, we started saying, look, if you're not gonna listen to us, if you're not going to actually follow, then still, if nothing else, write down your food. Yeah. Because if you write down your food, you cannot lie to yourself. Yeah. You know? And if you can't be honest with yourself, who can you be honest and, with? And then that's the next step. It's like, then there's people that don't, they'll, they'll write down some of their food, but they won't write down their other food. Yeah. Or they'll just outright not acknowledge that they ate the pizza, they ate yeah. the burger, whatever. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, the burger is not evil. Yeah. It's the fact that you don't remember you had a burger three days ago, so you have yeah. a burger today too. Yeah. And then you're going to have a burger on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wrote it down, you can't ignore the fact yeah. that, hey man, this is the third burger this week. Yeah, oh, that might—that's where it gets weird. Yep. One yep. guys, burger, fine, fine. It's beef, like especially a good quality, like fine. Mm-hmm. It's when it's suddenly like burger day every day because burger, fries, ketchup. You know, like hey, I had a burger on Monday. And, hey, but, I ate well Tuesday, but then Wednesday we had pizza, and then I went out to lunch on Thursday, but then I had Good Friday. Hey, but I had a Coke Zero, bro. And then what? But then it's my seventh Coke Zero this week, <laughs> and like. Like, write it down because when we can be honest and document, then, again, what gets measured gets managed. Mm-hmm. So just if you if you are ever in a spot you don't know how to get out, write it down. Yeah. I think that's why journaling's great mm-hmm. because we can't process our thoughts all the time. So yeah. even if you write down your unprocessed thoughts, you're processing. Yeah. Even if, you have, if you've never done therapy, guess what great therapy is? Journaling. Just write it down. Even if it's a, just a hodgepodge of bullshit. Yeah. Write it down, and I promise you'll get direction. Maybe not the great direction, maybe not right off the bat, but as you make it a practice. So again, documenting in any form or fashion is a step in almost every endeavor. Yeah, it's kind of like working out, writing down your lifts, mm-hmm. because uh, you know you're following a program, you're following Invictus, and so if Invictus says, "Hey, snatch seventy-five percent," mm-hmm. and if every week you're going, "Well, today I'm going to pretend that's yeah." Yeah. Then you're not on the program. You don't know if you're getting the right workout. You don't know if you're getting the right stimulus. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can also lie to yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, I can snatch 300. <laughs> I'm gonna base my percentages off of 300 snatch. Can I see where you wrote that down? Like, what day did you snatch 300, please? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, um, just document, document, document. Okay. So that's whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, what else we got? I think that's the announcements. That wasn't even an announcement. I think that's the announcement. So. Cool little detour. Um. What we need to figure out. 
And we're going into the winter, and so that means competition season is starting to go away. Uh, the Open comes in the end of February. Bef- when is the fittest games? The fittest experience. The fittest experience is now in May. Well, the qualifier is now in May, so it'll be a summertime event. That's an because Austin, of folks. the removal of regionals. Correct. Okay. So I think they're going to be one of the events that you could go to to earn your place. Or try to like. Rack I don't up think that's mental. been announced though. Oh no, I don't think so. I think it could be. I think it could evolve into that. Mm-hmm. But it seems like like the Dubai Classic was this weekend. Yeah. Do we know who won? I have no idea who won that one. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, that was like a five or six day event. <laughs> so I'm wondering if they're requiring multiple day events, which the fitness game is two. Fitness experience is two days. Yeah. But I wonder if they're saying, like, if they whisper and they're like, hey, you need four days. You need three days. Because we want it to be like regionals. We want it to be like the games. Yeah. Maybe nuts. And also, like, you'd have to have a similar stimulus load. Because, like, what if Fittest Games is, like, all cardio? I'm not saying yeah, it is. Yeah. But what if, like, they were like, all right, we're just going to do a bunch of lightweight fran, a bunch of running. Like, still, CrossFit's got to have quality control. Mm-hmm. They can't mm-hmm. just totally be like, all right, whatever you program is good. Because yeah. what if some triathlete comes through glassman the bane of glassman's existence in the fitness world they want to be as close to the crossfit games as possible as crazy as the crossfit games is yeah it's hard for me to believe that castro or someone on castro's team doesn't influence the programming of these events yeah well i mean they have to like they want the crossfit games to be unique you know what i mean like if they want each of their events to be something unique something that's going to test well also they can't repeat workouts like yeah. so or they can't, they can't even appear to repeat workouts. Well, they did repeat the pegboard one. I remember that. Well, I'm saying they the can't. If, like, the Dubai Classic oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did yeah. a unique thing with thrusters, yeah. Castro now can't put that anything similar to that in the games. Because yeah. I'm like, hey, wait, that was, that was in Dubai. So then there probably won't be that many sanctioned events then. That's what I thought. Because didn't they say there were going to be seven? They said, I thought it was, like, five. Five, okay. It could be seven. Or maybe it was like they were starting with five and it was going to grow. Yeah. And they're also doing, It'll like... It'll be very interesting. And then, like, multiple regions of the Earth, too. That way there's more, like, yeah. access. Well, I think that's really cool. Is Wadapalooza's one, right? Nah, yeah, Wadapalooza's one. Okay. <laughs> all the all those fit athletes there. Yeah. That's well, been Dubai, man. All the games athletes went to Dubai. I saw a lot of them on the plane. I'd like to go to Dubai. It looked like... It looked like your heavy hitters were in Dubai already. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be at every one mm-hmm. because they know they need the best chance. Yeah. I think your local regional caliber, almost regional caliber, they're pretty much going to be limited to regionals, like the regional competitions, Yeah. which unfortunately in America with a big country, that's going to be Florida. Yeah. That's going to be Wadapalooza. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to hesitate to do another one in America until they have one in like every region. And the Seattle one's Cascade Classic. That's what it is. That's what it is. Is that a qualifier? Uh, I don't know. I, I but feel you're right. I, I imagine it would be one because that's a popular city. Popular city. And it'd be West Coast. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And I'm sure most of the people that are listening don't care because most of y'all don't know who Rich Froning is. Why don't you go in right now, YouTube, Rich Froning? West Coast, close to Canada, too. Yeah. A lot of Canadian athletes. Yeah. Although I think more the, the population of Canada tends to be more on the eastern. Like uh, Michigan, New York area, kind of that east, Maine, Great Lakes yeah. area. I think once you, I think it's mostly wilderness. Not if a Canadian could, can, could confirm or deny this. Um, like Vancouver, I believe, is over on Seattle. I haven't been to Canada. But I think kind of that middle part, I think that's why they're such tough people. Because <laughs> that middle part is like wilderness. Yeah. And like, I think Ottawa. Wrestling, that's why hockey. Wrestling, ho- wrestling bears and hockey's stuff. such a big sport up there because, man, that's a brutal sport. And so, that one does look brutal. Growing up in Ottawa, you just come out there and you just fight dudes. Like, when are they going to start, uh, like, regulating that sport more? 
because of concussions and whatnot. Oh, I see. From like the checking into the boards. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think feel like that's gonna that's gonna come too. No, I'm sure. Like with it not being as popular as football, like they're probably not like too. I mean, I'm probably sh- I'm pretty sure they're doing something. Bro, but I think I think football's in trouble, man. I think football's oh, no, in trouble. Is. Like NBA is now more 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 popular than NFL is. Now. I think that our generation is more educated on like. I'm sorry. See, you want these people to run into each other and die? CG. Like our yeah. parents' generation was like, and and again, it it comes from it comes from what you had to deal with. If you came through the depression, if you went through the World War II. Watching two dudes run into each other like freight trains mm-hmm. doesn't even register in terms of being dangerous because yeah. you had Nazis and Japanese shooting at you. You know, like you had to go live in a trench. Yeah. And like, like dodge life, bullets. Life was different. You didn't have the luxury of like education. You had to fucking toss grenades back. Could you imagine that? Oh, that's an not exploding thing. I'm not gonna pretend. I have to, to throw that. that back. I'm not gonna pretend to imagine that. I'd be Holy so cool. I would just fuck. walk over and I'd pick it up that and I'd intense. just easily throw it 100 yards. No, you wouldn't, dude. One, <sighs> you don't know how long they held it before they threw. Yeah. Okay. That thing might be ready as soon as you touch it. Fuck. Because the first thought is gonna be, do I run or do I do I go to it? Do I run away from it? Yeah. And I'm I have no experience with this, but there's no I have no question that your first thought is not I'm gonna grab that and throw it. Yeah. That's why it's heroic. Yeah. If it was logical, it wouldn't be heroic. All right. So like when it lands, you don't go pick it up. You go, yeah. uh, dead. Yeah. And then you go maybe I'm not dead. Do I throw? Do I run? Yeah. And then you take your like action. a lot has to be thought. Like your first thought has to be either jumping or just fucking That's grabbing. That's why men run. and women in war zones are incredible. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, like when you come up in those generations, like my grandmother and my grandfather didn't give a shit about safety in sports yeah. because they were worried about safety in war. Yeah, she yeah. was a nurse, and he was a he ended up being a sergeant major in the in the army, and pretty sure he did spooky shit in Alaska yeah. with the Russians for the CIA. So, um, definitely, if you were like, "Hey, Grandpa, hey, that head-to-head collision on uh, between the Ravens and the Steelers," he would be like, "Hell yeah, he put him down." Yeah, like yeah. that's what it was, man. Yeah. If you didn't grow up watching uh, the hardest hit, like the, the, the mixtapes, the hardest hits in the NFL, like go Google that. I think it's on YouTube. Oof. Like there was these things called passes over the middle. Stuff that made you go, ooh. And there was these things called free safeties oh, that man. were headhunters. They don't exist anymore. There's Goodness. nobody in the NFL that does that anymore. And they Hell used to just no. lay dudes out. But I'm saying that like it's an awesome thing. But here's the deal, man. Junior Seau commits suicide. A lot of these, and then it, they cut his brain open. They go, oh, CTE. Okay. He's got the brain of a 64-year-old, guys. And now they're talking about how peewee to middle school. Like, there's a lot of cases. And, and, and the problem is they can't identify CTE until you're dead. But what they can't identify is concussion-like symptoms. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, now we're paying attention to middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Concussions. Yeah. You're paying attention to high schoolers. Guess what? Concussions. Baseball too, is another, like like you said, pee wee sports. Like baseball is hap- is a popular concussion sport. I've only for, like minors. I've only like told um, Madison this, and and uh, it's a it's kind of a private deal. But like, I've had seven or eight documented concussions in my life. Um, I've been to the hospital for only two of them. Um, was the first two or like the last two? No, the the la- the very last one was my biggest hospital visit. CAT scan and everything. Oh shit. Um, and I don't remember five days. This was playing soccer. Playing soccer. Well, that one was. Um. The That's crazy. How, like non-contact sports like soccer. Well, like I was NBA, a goalkeeper. 
And the reason oh, the reason I was so good was because I sought contact. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is like that goes back to this conversation. I've broken f- other people's legs, four or five of them, Ouch. or destroyed their knees. Yeah, because they they came into my box and I needed to take the ball from them and they decided not to back off. Yeah, and it wasn't like I said I'm going to break your leg. Yeah. I dove for the ball and I got the ball by the way, and they didn't get up. Like, yeah. don't come at me, bro. And at the time, I mean, even even as they're laying on the ground. Well, I never said that. I was never, even when I played football and I'd lay someone out, I was never like the stand over the body because it was always weird to me. I remember in football, I was a fullback. And I, because I loved, I loved contact when I was making progress. I, even in in high school, I did not like the idea of trying to kill you. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't turn me on to be a middle linebacker. I was Mm -hmm. a great size for it for the school I went to. And instead, I played like defensive end, defensive tackle because I wanted to grind to the tackle. I didn't want to just like I, having that access. It wasn't what excited me because it felt weird to be like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I didn't. And call me weak, whatever you want. But if I had the ball and I could inflict the pain because you were trying to kill me and I could I could keep you from trying to kill me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But I never was one to stand over a body and be like, yeah, you you got knocked. the. F-. But when I knock people out in soccer. My team would sure like that. Yeah. You know, even as they're like laying on the ground. Get some! And so, I mean, it's just, it's interesting how things change. But back yeah. to like the concussions. Well, it's that awareness. Here's the deal, man. Like you said, what gets measured gets managed. And now they're measuring the amount of athletes that have all these seats, uh, all these concussions and all these symptoms. And like this person might have to like stop playing yeah. for a game or two. I, uh, well, it's longer term than that. I, I am curious. If when I die, if they cut my head open, if the, what they're gonna find, yeah. I'm curious about the health of my brain. Um, where I I'm I'm very curious about the it that those those that traumatic or that trauma as it relates to depression, that trauma as it relates to mental health, that trauma as it relates to memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the best memory, and and I'm just in. Uh, I remember who was being interviewed. Oh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, interviewed by 16? Rogan. He's had sixteen, and uh, he's same thing, not really diagnosed. Like, kind yeah. of just like, all right, get back out there. Yeah, because it, he's just driving a race car. And so he like, told oh, the, you're just driving a race car. He told the story bad. of like he got in a re- he just ran to the wall. wasn't This was one of the flips, I don't think. And he said they went to a restaurant later, and that's when he realized he like got sick. Yeah. And then he said he still didn't go to a doctor, and it mm-hmm. wasn't until he realized he was like snapping at people. Yeah. Like he was short tempered. Mm-hmm. And that was irregular. Yeah. And I've struggled with that as well. And I mean, not in like a violent way, but like grumpy. Like I get, yeah. I get sour quick and I'll generally then remove myself and just kind of be a grouch to myself. But I've always been curious now that I've done more research, I've been curious of how much of that is the brain trauma. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I think one part of the problem is when we say concussion, you think you got your brain, your bell rung, you're fine. Yeah. A concussion is your brain slam against your skull. Yeah, it's inflaming, it's bleeding, like all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff, mm-hmm. and that you're largely unaware of. Yeah, and so, what is going to be the price that I pay long term? What price have I already paid that I'm not aware of? Mm-hmm. Um, it, have I shortened my life because I played those sports mm-hmm. and because I played the sports the way that I did? Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, and and I think that we should be more aware. And now that we're aware. What is to be gained by having those sports? 
Entertainment. Right. But, I mean, I think it's a lot of discussion like, okay, just because you ate the sugariest sugar cookie you've ever had, just because someone concocted it. That, sh- that doesn't sounds mean, pretty gross. Doesn't mean you should have it. I like, don't, don't get me wrong, I like sugar cookies. Right. Well, not really, but just the sweetest. Uh, I don't know. But like, like okay, fine. Like a milkshake. It's you go have a milkshake. Oh, you're like, oh my God, Bex Prime has the greatest milkshake ever made. It's like, okay, cool. It's a, it's 10,000 calories, but man, it's good. And I go, you probably shouldn't have that. And you go, but it exists. I, you have no right. Well, it's like. What do you lose by me taking that away? Well, it's, it's, it's that question. Would you, do you want to live a long, boring life or do you want. Or what, what is it, the scenario they put? Would you rather live a long life, but it's eh? Or would you rather have five more years to live, but it's the best you'll ever live? You'll be at the top of the food chain. Yeah, but the, problem, the problem with that is they're usually referring to that like drink all the alcohol, eat all the food. It doesn't matter. No, no, like sports. That wouldn't leave you, lead you to the best life possible. No, it's usually asked in sports. I'm, I'm, butchering, I'm butchering the way, the format and how they say it. But it's like five years, you're at the top. Hall of Famer, you're you're, oh, you're you're talking about like if I'm a, if I'm an athlete, yeah, and I'm gifted at what I do, yeah, but I know that there's gonna be health consequences, yeah. And do so I want to kill it for five to ten years, yeah, and then have probably a pretty shitty quality of life after that, yeah. But I have the money now, yeah. I I, I kind of have that fu money, yeah. If I manage it right, um, and some people choose. I probably meet all meet the the woman of my dreams, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have money for my family, yeah, but. When I turn forty, I'm not gonna be able to walk. When I turn forty-five, I'm gonna have con- like I'm gonna have concussion-like symptoms that come yeah. back, and I might commit suicide at fifty. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. some people choose the five years of glory. Not well. The pro- my issue with that question is that if you're gonna ask that, if if you were counseling an athlete, he's eighteen, and he could go to school. And play football and go to school that's going to get him a degree that's going to get him somewhere, but also play football, but mm-hmm. it probably won't position him to go NFL or whatever. Yeah. Or he could go to a football school that is going to breed him to be freaking savage on the field and get drafted. Mm-hmm. And you just leave it at like, well, boy, if you go there, then you're going to be a millionaire. And if you don't go there, then eh, mediocre life. Yeah. What you're leaving off is like, oh, by the way, the people that go to the football factory and that do get to the league are still out in a year. Yeah. And they don't make millions of dollars. Yeah. And they lose the money they do make because they don't mm-hmm. have good people around them. Yeah. Like there's no guarantees even for the most gifted. Mm-hmm. And so I want it. That's why I think the debate on the sport as a whole. And you know what I don't miss? I don't watch a lot of football. But I was in – I went and visited – uh, Maddie at work and so they had football on TV and I forget who was playing someone was playing was college no it was on it was on Monday Monday night football whoever was Monday night football this week um, and I enjoy watching it is that Patriots in Miami no, was that Sunday? no it was Sunday oh, okay. um, how about that Hail Mary and so I mean that run they thought never mind the laterals yeah it was laterals that was nuts so I'm watching football and you know what I didn't miss I didn't miss the stomach-churning hits. Like, nobody got laid out no. over the middle. I didn't miss watching someone lock up, elbow, the, the arms lock out, and they can't move on the ground. They start to convulse. Oh. Which I've, used to happen all the time. I've never, I didn't. College I've, football happened all the time. i never seen There's that, one, that I stuff. forget what school, their quarterback got laid out like that, and they put him back in the game. And he couldn't walk straight. Oh, and the coach no. didn't take him out. That's, that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah. The other problem is the stakes are too high in terms of money. The coach... They, the, the fact that the league has to regulate players with concussion protocol and the teams don't do it 
explain all you need to know about why the sport shouldn't be played anymore. Mm -hmm. As soon as you don't give a shit about your players, as soon as you say, hey, man, you can walk, get back out there. Mm -hmm. Instead of going like, ah, I'm not sure, so don't go back out there. As soon as you're willing to just throw them back in the meat grinder, then that means, like, if the team's not taking care of their own players, then that means the sport's not. I just had had a crazy thought. Okay. What if the future of football is VR? You have athletes set up with all, like, the VR equipment. They're on treadmills and whatnot. So it's like a Pacific Rim. Pretty much. Well, no. Well, they're in. They're in. They were in mobile suits. Well, mobile suit. Mobile suit Gundam, y'all. Ha. Uh, they were in big old robots. So, right. But I'm saying like same yeah. idea. Yeah. Same it's idea. the only way that makes that movie any sense. I yeah. don't understand that movie. I don't understand why y'all like. That I'm not movie. gonna lie. I like. I didn't watch the second one. I watched the the first one. I just don't get like the two of them, and they have to be in sync, and you're like, you're gonna get my mind, and like all. It oh, because it takes so much brain power. Like whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. People liked it. Yeah. So I loved I'm the it. One wrong. I I'm watched it wrong. so many times. Okay. I'm I was. I was just. Maybe I haven't seen it all the way. I need to watch it. I don't know why I liked it so much. I mean, I like Charlie Hunman. I like Idris Elba. I like the people. Have you seen that Netflix movie that's gonna come out? Which one? It's uh, it's it's got a bunch of top, like high, I guess high quality, like just popular actors, Ben Affleck, uh, him from Sons of Anarchy, Char- Charlie, 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 Huntingham, uh, the dude that uh, was in uh, X uh, Machina, the from Star Wars. Yes, him. Uh, who else? Ah, damn it, I forget. Okay, like, give me a premise. What, what, I think what do they do? I think they're gonna steal from a drug lord. I think I the mercenary is stealing from a drug lord. Have, have you seen that preview? I have not. Oh, it's it's pretty. It's, oh it's pretty, It looks pretty good. Although I'm not excited about Ben Affleck. <laughs> I still can't believe he was Batman. I still can't believe he was Batman. And then he was going to direct. Goodness. What? What DC? What are we doing? What are we doing? They're they're doing whatever they can. They're trying whatever they can. But they're not. I don't know. Who knows? What did he? Did he? Di- I think he directed that one movie where he was like a dirty cop. The town. The town. Did he direct I think that? that was okay. I think he directed that one. I think one. that movie was okay. Did you watch the one where he was an accountant? Yeah. But he was also like... I liked it. <laughs> it was slow. And they never really slow. never really made sense why he was gifted with a gun. <laughs> like, they never... I think he was him. autistic. Well, he, was, no, he had I, something going on. No, so he, where he was just, like, precise. Because they went flashback to his father, and his father thought he was a weirdo and that kind of thing. So I got that part. And it made sense in terms of, like, yeah, that person then could be this badass. And that was kind of it. What I took from it was like your quirks, your what people would call your flaws can actually be your strengths. And I think that was really fascinating that that movie showcased that. But in terms of story arc and development, they kind of just go autistic weirdo. Now he's an assassin who's also an accountant. And <laughs> yeah. you're going, okay, I could see him becoming an assassin or becoming an accountant. Yeah. They just wanted you to assume that because he did the books for bad people mm-hmm. that he also knew how to protect himself. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, that's – but even then we'd be okay. Yeah. But now he's going to kill people. Like, it just – they the stretch was too much. Nah. But I like the premise. And actually, I remember being entertained by that movie, even though it was a little bit slow at times. Yeah. yeah so I think VR, I think that's fascinating. I think Imagine that, that. But would you watch uh, – That's what I was thinking. Like, how many people are going to buy into that? Because let's even say it will look realistic. Yeah. I believe it will look realistic. Because they can mock up hits or whatever, whatever they need to do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, the, the, what, the, what the NFL uses now, that robot – that they use in the commercials. Would you watch robot football? I don't know. I mean, I already do not watch uh, BattleBots or whatever that's called. And that's all it would be, right? Yeah, that's that's all it would be. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, if it's kind of like asking. Well, here's the problem. Here's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen, right? 
that's what, that's what the future of football is going to be. They're going to be these, these these machines, and we're already developing AI, right? So that's already in the making. What's going to happen is that AI is going to influence those machines, and those machines are going to start jumping into the crowds and killing people. And that is how we end. Well, if you're dumb enough to spend money on a football ticket, maybe you deserve. Maybe. In the herd. We need population control. $300 for a ticket. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, apparently, we might top out at, like, we're at $7 billion. We're going to top out at $10 billion. That's what people predict. Okay. Got like that's that's where it ends. Who was talking about that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I think Some football is one of those things where if I ask you, if, I tell, if we can remove emotion, if I can remove nostalgia, you know why you like football? Because you watched it with your dad growing up. You watched it with your family. Like, that's why we like things. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I watch a lot of football. I watch a lot. I, I love UT football. Okay. Texas hasn't been yeah. good in a long time. They're kind of good this year. I didn't watch any games. But you still watch it. But until, yeah, until, until I got sober when I could start thinking for myself, um, I used to love it, man. I didn't go to UT. And I hated being the person that was like, go Longhorns when you don't. If you don't go to UT, shut up. Okay. Well, you went to UTSA, so you still no, affiliated. That's even worse. I hate when people go. Still, like, I went to UT, and then you find out they went to like UT UTS. Pan Am, UT San Antonio, <laughs> UT. And you're like, just be proud of where you went. I went to UTSA. I went to UT. Road, San Antonio, road runners, right? Road runners, beep beep. Okay. And so, beep, beep. but I have nostalgia for UT football. But if you remove that nostalgia and you go, why does it need to exist? I have no answer. I have no answer. It's just entertainment. It's a kind of slow game. So. Only I, danger. I brought this up once. Adrian Foster said that he doesn't. If he has a kid, he will not push football on him. Yep. Like he says, he knows guys that that's all they that's all they have, and they wish that they had something else. But that's that's the only way they can make a living. Yeah. Well, I, well but, and I think we got to be careful there on both sides. There are men and then women in the, the women that do uh, there uh, women's female sports. There are men and women whose only way out is going to be athletic endeavor. Mm -hmm. So to be like, oh, I think football should be taken away because all these it's you know poor people getting out of the ghetto. I don't like that. So I, you have to leave the door open and be like, okay, this football is doing good. Basketball, like these sports are doing great at mm -hmm. allowing people to use their gifts mm -hmm. to come out of poverty, and that's awesome. And but when it comes at the cost of safety, the question is, why can't football be played with the same equipment as rugby? Yeah, I just had. A that's, that's 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 true. It's boxing, like the the whole why do they have bigger gloves? Yeah, it's not to protect the head; it's to protect the hand, so you can hit the head more. Mm -hmm. So MMA gloves would make more sense because yeah. you're not going to throw as many punches at the head. Yeah. your hand keeps hurting. Yeah, fucking skulls hard. Folks. So football pads, you put that. I remember, man. Remember middle school? You put that. I'm a tank now. Yeah, I'm gonna lay your ass out. Fucking go. You make me go at you without a helmet and shoulder pads. I'm gonna take you down. Yeah. But I'm not going to run 60 yards straight into you. Yeah. Kickoffs would be a lot different, mm -hmm. you know? And so. Yeah, it's crazy. Did I tell you about that one time I got tackled so hard I went cross-eyed for a little bit? I brought that up. Probably a concussion. You know, maybe. But it was like, I got hit. I was like, uh-oh, my eyes in the other fucking door. I was freaking out. This is middle High school, I'm sorry, this is high Your school. Your brain definitely rattled. Yeah. So, yeah, just, oof. And I, I was so scared. I was so scared. I stopped that big motherfucker, but I was so scared. And um, I just kept blinking. Like, I was running off the field, and I was blinking. I was like, there's no way. This is this is my future. No! And then they straightened out. I think it's uh, it's like the chef from Alinea said when he was interviewed by Tim Ferriss. He's like, you got to question things. He goes, why do bartenders wash glasses? They shouldn't be doing dishes. That doesn't make sense. But in every restaurant, bartenders are in charge of washing their glasses or cleaning their glasses. And so at Alinea, they don't. 
and and um why is it white tablecloth oh because the tables are shitty well why don't we just put a good table out like mm-hmm. why do we get like so you just have to ask and i think if you put it on the table and be like why would you play a sport where chances are 70 percent of your athletes have cte mm-hmm. 30% are going to struggle with mental health 50% are going to be able to walk in their 40s like why would you have a sport that produces that that th- those are the effects name and it? if you if you didn't name it if you said hey there's this sport where everybody dies should we play you'd be like no but as soon as I go, it's called football. They go, like, oh, no, we got to keep American way. We got to do it. America. America. Got to do it. There's a reason like rugby, cricket, and soccer are the most popular sports in the world. Baseball as well. Yeah. Or Central and South America. I was actually going to ask them about that. Does uh, baseball, would it be baseball? Yeah, kind of baseball. Do base, like, does the sport of baseball push, push upon its viewers, its attendees, uh, awareness of like breast cancer and like, abuse like as much as football does there's a point to this like you know football is like uh breast cancer awareness hey don't beat your wife y'all like does do the does does the sport of baseball do it as much they they do the opposite of don't beat your wife they actually say hey did you beat your wife you can still play for us so that's opposite of that okay so i bring that up because i feel like football like the sport of football they know they know that this is a very dangerous sport and the popularity is going down so they're trying to bring in stuff like that to make it seem like, oh, we're 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 aware of everything. You should, you should be aware of breast cancer, like breast cancer awareness. You shouldn't be trapped. Like they push that a lot, like in the sport of NFL. There's so many commercials about stuff like that, and I just thought about it. I don't know if I see that a lot in like MLB, NBA. Well, the reason I see in MLB is because nobody watches the MLB. Well, that's, that's, that's part of that. that. Like, like when was the last time you watched a game? It wasn't the Astros. It's America's pastime. Yeah, and so and it's staying in the past. It's not coming up. Basketball is a better example mm-hmm. because people watch basketball. People yeah. love basketball. It's mm-hmm. and as you've said, it's already pr- it's passing football as a number one sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, watch the broadcast of your NFL games. Notice that they don't do any wide shots because they don't show the stands because the, the stands aren't full. Yeah. You know, like they don't do. I forget what game it was. It, might, it was the Monday night game. The upper deck was empty. Mm. Like and it's only a two deck stadium. Whoever was playing, I forget. Who the fuck was playing. I think the Ravens were. No, it wasn't Flacco. I mean, it wasn't. Um, who's the Louisville quarterback? Louisville. Um, anyways, Rams were playing. No, were they playing? It wasn't the Rams. I would have. So last night, freaking Chargers came back with the vengeance. Um, but anyways, like that. Oh, you got a you got a great bubble. Popularity is going down for sure. And 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 um. And so the. I, I, you know, my thing would be, did the NFL allow the anthem protest to be such a focus because it was coinciding with the release of all the CT information? Mm-hmm. Would they rather the public be focusing on Kaepernick and the protests, which there is credibility to not liking the fact that people are kneeling? I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm a all for the players being able to kneel. Yeah. It's not in their CBA. It's not in their contract that they're not allowed to kneel. Like the basketball, so the NBA, in the collective bargaining agreement, the players have to stand for the anthem. They're mm-hmm. contracted to. The NFL, it is not in their CBA. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for it. If they want to protest, they're allowed to protest. Yeah. And also, a quiet knee is hardly a protest. Yeah. It's only a protest because you're focusing on it. Yeah, because you can see it. That's yeah. it. And so, But even if you see it, like as you pan, I'm sorry, dudes. Dudes have been sitting for the anthem for years. <laughs> they actually used to not come out for the anthem. But now we like we don't just pan over – 
and where 75% of the team's standing, yeah. and there's like three or four dudes that are sitting. Now yeah. we're like focusing on that. Yeah, they're they're looking like, all right, who's kneeling? Who's and not so kneeling? like you'll see one kneel, and like there's what's fifty three man roster, one kneel, fifty two standing. Like, oh, one guy ruined it for everybody. And it's like yeah. nobody in the audience would even be able to tell that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they allowed the focus to be on that because they could have controlled that narrative. They could have mm-hmm. come out and said more. Um, they certainly have in other other instances, other crises. But it was coinciding with like Will Smith did the CTE movie, mm-hmm. and which was had mixed reviews. Um, it was called like Seven Pounds. No, that was an actual movie. Oh, shit. I forget what it's called. Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the actual doctor yeah, okay. that came out and said, these people are dying. What was that movie called? Um, I, remember which, I remember that. I think probably got blacklisted. But, yeah, so the point being, like. Probably. I absolutely believe. And the so thing, much money in the It's funny NFL. when you bring up breast cancer because it reminds me of the patriotism. Oh, you mean the thing where the NFL makes more money? Yeah. Like, you mean the thing where the government pays the NFL millions of dollars to put the flag on the field? Mm. Like, that upsets me way more than Kaepernick kneeling because the NFL should want to put the flag on the field without being paid. Yeah. That's patriotism. Mm -hmm. That's pride and country. But, like, they're being paid. So that means that when an F-15 flies over, F-18, I apologize, when F-18 flies over, they're probably paid for that too. I don't know. It was an F-18. Like... Well, I'm sure it's been an F-15 before, but I would imagine more so. I didn't even know what it was before either. <laughs> okay. So, um, whatever, when, whenever they do a flyover, they're paid for that as well. They're not doing it because they're, like, excited for America. Yeah. Why aren't we more upset about that? You know? So, I do think the NFL has made attempts to distract. people are petty. And then, finally, we don't care about other people. Nope. If Adrian Foster has CTE and he commits suicide at 45, eh, we'll have a sad day. Yeah. Houston will mourn for an hour. What's but it, uh, well, but if in this moment, if Arian Foster, Adrian, Arian, Adrian, Adrian, Arian, 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 it's Adrian, Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster. Yeah. If Arian Foster was about to suit up again, and the news came out like, if Arian Foster, it's like the Chuck Liddell fight. If <laughs> Arian Foster goes out there again, he's gonna get concussed. If he gets one hit, he's just prone yeah. to it. Because when you get one concussion, oh. the next one's easier. One hit, and he's gonna like tear something. Yeah, he's gonna get one. He's, if he gets hit the right way, if he gets hit the right way. Severe medical issues could occur. Most of the fans would be like, "Ah, it's football. Do it." Yeah, because we don't care about other people. Mm-hmm. We, it's for us. I enjoy. Consuming. I wouldn't suit up. Hell. I'd get fucking murdered. I'd be cut in half. So, there was I, a movie where they made fun of that. It was just a whole spoof movie, and like this dude got tackled, and he was cut in half, laying on the foot. He's like, "Did we win?" And he was like, literally separated. But it was a dumb movie. So, I just think we have to do a better job of being empathetic, putting ourselves in shoes, not treating athletes like, one, they're there to entertain us only. Like, their health and well-being matters. Um, and They're two, not healthy. They're not playing. You're not entertained. And it's like, like, are we that upset that you can't crush a quarterback? No. I'm sorry. Can you imagine looking this direction and then from behind me Ugh. at about 10 miles an hour, this truck's Three, 300 plus pounds. Whip 300 pounds. Whiplash. It's going to hit me. Not a, oh, no head-to-head. Hit me mid-body. My head's going to whip back and snap to the ground. Yeah. And that's going to happen multiple times in the game. Like, someone... Get like, yourself a better right tackle. Shut up. Okay? If, if, Shut up. <laughs> if I came, came behind you, surprised you with a quick little nudge, you'd hate that shit. Hate it. You'd, you'd get whiplash from that. Hate you'd, it. Like, what the... F- Hate what's it. your what's who what's your problem? Damn. So put I just think we should up. consider it. Maybe put yourself in those shoes and be like, wow. And then but then that's gonna be the wool they signed up for it. This started with hockey, by the way. 
<laughs> well, I know more about football than hockey. <laughs> can't speak to hockey. Um, Same idea, though. I guess that was our, our rant for the day. Yeah, a little, little mini rant. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, one, congratulations to Michelle. Michelle told me that she strict pressed 80 pounds. Oh, shit, Michelle. Of five on Wednesday. And so I thought that was amazing. She weighs uh, 105. Yeah. And so that's pretty that's, incredible. That's um, pretty damn heavy for Michelle. Good on you, Michelle. And so the last thing I was going to talk about. Okay. This line, I finished the uh, last week, and I, I got to actually have a weekend. Way of the Warrior. And so I finished uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And we always get it wrong. It's okay. Yeah. And this line right here, the whole point of the book is that the mind is not good. And that's weird, right? Like the first time you hear that. It's not not really. I mean, if you think about it, it's real easy to get distracted with shit that doesn't matter. But like to say that the mind all, like there's nothing good about the mind. That's weird because we say things like, oh, I love the way you think. I love the way your mind works. I love you have a beautiful mind kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So here, basically, he's just been through a a scenario and he comes out of it. And it's about the past, the present, and the future. Says, and I'm just going to pick it up. I know it's going to be a little, you're going to get it by the second sentence. So it says, what do you mean is that you acted angry in the present, in a present moment? Action always happens in the present. Because it is an expression of the body, which can only exist in the here and now. But the mind is like a phantom that lives only in the past or future. Its only power over you is to draw your attention out of the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. You think about what you want. You think about what you could have been. You don't think about what you're doing now. You think about what's going to happen, what you think's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you know how much time I've lost dwelling on me projecting how someone's going to act, me projecting on, on how someone's going to not do or do something. Mm-hmm. And then even if they do or do not do it, I wasted so much time and anxiety. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the definition of anxiety right there. Again, that's, that's, that statement still doesn't surprise me because what does everyone focus on in the media? You see nothing but negative shit. Right. Every now and then they'll sprinkle in some good stuff, but everyone's sharing all, like everyone's sharing Kim K and Kanye West and Drake having their little beef. That's all everyone cares about right now. No one's talking about any type of like charitable shit that uh, someone in hip hop's doing. Like no one talks about stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, that goes for anything. Everyone's focused on Donald Trump and Cohen and all that bullshit. No one's focused on. Uh, I seen a post about a, a lady who flagged down a cab for a blind guy. Uh, told different uh, races, and no one's talking about that. Everyone just wants to talk about all just racist shit. Um, you create expectations that are are not realistic. So that's another thing. Um, so I mean, I'm not surprised by that statement whatsoever. Yeah, I think. I think that should be the the focus for this week for everybody. Something I'm going to work on is when you catch yourself growing anxious or irritable, any sort of negative state, take a second and think about what is actually taking place in the moment. And generally what's taking place in the moment is either neutral or it's positive. And what you have. Yeah, and I mean, be grateful. And now you're getting into gratitude there, but like, Focus. When I get anxious, I'm generally worrying about what's going to happen in the future, not what's taking place in the moment. And I think it's what it's kind of like suffering in workouts. Why do we go slow in a workout? Like 50, why will you not, why will you hesitate to pick up the barbell when you come off the road today? Because you're thinking about 50. Yeah. You're not thinking about the first one. Yeah. Think about the first one. 
Because you know what happens after the first one the second one? Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about what you're doing at the moment, it doesn't hurt as bad as when you're like, I have 48 to go. I yeah. have 45 to go. I have 35 That's to go. That's a shitty way to So even in the world. Count backwards. Thinking in the future. <laughs> think about now. I have one to go. I have one to go. I have one to go. Oh, shit. I'm at 15. Awesome. I have one to go. I, I'm at 30. Like, that's how we get there. Mm-hmm. So I, I want, because this is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm going to work on. It's helped me this week, but I've got to get a lot better. When things are getting weird, I'm going to stop and take a breath, and I'm going to think about w- only what my action in the moment is. And I'm not going to worry about what I think Joel's going to do, what I think my mom's going to do, what I think someone else in the gym's going to do. I'm going to think about what they're doing in that moment, and that is it. Mm-hmm. Because when we break that down, generally, we're a lot less anxious. Mm-hmm. generally we're a lot more effective because mm-hmm. we're not operating under presumption or expectation. Mm-hmm. So that's my challenge to everybody this week. Um, stay in the moment. It's a good challenge. Do not let your mind wander. And do in the same way, don't think about the past. Yeah. How much time have we dwelt on? Dwelt on? Dwelt, dwelt on? Dwell. Dwell, 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 how often do we dwell on? Have we dwelt on? Oh, Is there we? a past, though? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's how often do we dwell on what's happened in the past? Mm-hmm. How I should have worked out. How yeah. I should have eaten better. How I should have done that. That's already in the past. You can't change that. You can't change it. Change like change now. You, you can change what you're doing now. Stop folks. eating the cookie now. Don't worry about yeah. the cookie you already ate. Yeah. Stop eating the cookie now. Yeah. Even uh, don't celebrate necessarily. Like fine, be pot Man, mm-hmm. I had a cookie. Yeah. I just don't eat seven. Yeah. Don't. I'm about to eat the seventh. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat the seventh. Yeah. You know. Limit your time watching shit. So don't focus on, on your the phone. past. Don't focus on the future. Focus on the now. I think it's uh, the Bible, and I need to quote other things besides the Bible because there's so much good information out there. Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Worry about today. The birds of the the birds of the sky do not worry about tomorrow, and they are taken care of. The flowers do not worry, and they're taken care of. So, we don't need to worry about anything about tomorrow or yesterday. We worry about today only. Yes. And by worry, I mean just focus, not even worry. Take care of yourself. You're doing awesome, and in the moment, you're alive. Mm-hmm. And so, let's do that this week together. If you okay. Can take care of yourself. You can take care of others. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. We will see you tomorrow for the fundraiser for David. Yeah. I hope you're all here. I'll be dressed up as Santa Claus. I hope you enjoy it. Any questions? Hello. Anything else, Joel? Nope. Not that I can think of. I just got to use the restroom and get everyone started. All right, buddy. All righty, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. See you on Y'all have a Later. Good day.